Viewpoint on Mormonism, the program that examines the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from a biblical perspective. Viewpoint on Mormonism is sponsored by Mormonism Research Ministry. Since 1979, Mormonism Research Ministry has been dedicated to equipping the body of Christ with answers regarding the Christian faith in a manner that expresses gentleness and respect. And now, your host for today's Viewpoint on Mormonism. So glad you could be with us for this edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. I'm your host, Bill McKeever, founder and director of Mormonism Research Ministry, and with me today is Eric Johnson, my colleague at MRM. Eternal truth, what is it? Well, John C. Pingree Jr. of the 70, the first quorum of the 70, in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, gave a talk on that very subject. His title was Eternal Truth, and underneath it in the November 2023 edition of the Liahona Magazine, it reads, Our need to recognize truth has never been more important. And that is exactly what Mr. Pingree says in the text. And we would agree with him. Our need to recognize truth has never been more important, and it becomes more and more difficult to determine what truth actually is with all the information that he uses the word that we are bombarded with with a lot of strong opinions, biased reporting, and incomplete data. Well, now we've looked at the questions that he's asked. What is truth? Why is it important? How do we find truth? And when we find truth, how can we share it? Next, we move on to a subheading, Truth is Eternal. And this is found on page 99 of the Liahona magazine for November of 2023. It says, The Lord has taught us in Scripture that truth is knowledge of things as they are and as they were and as they are to come. And that comes from Doctrine and Covenants, section 93, verse 24. It was not created or made, Doctrine and Covenants, section 93, verse 29, and has no end, Doctrine and Covenants, section 88, verse 66. Truth is absolute, fixed, and immutable. In other words, truth is eternal. Well, let's go back, because in this paragraph, he gives three citations from the Doctrine and Covenants, which, of course, is Scripture according to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. If we're dealing with the subject of truth and where we get our truth from, the first question we could possibly ask would be is, how do we know the Doctrine and Covenants gives us truth? These are statements that mainly come from Joseph Smith. Is Joseph Smith a good source for truth? Now. I don't want to make the mistake that I find many Latter-day Saints making, and that is the mistake of the genetic fallacy. We need to be careful, Christian, just because we do not believe that the Doctrine and Covenants is a collection of truth. We can't go so far as to say it never says something that could be true. The same can be said for the Book of Mormon. There are some things in the Book of Mormon that I actually agree with. One of them is Moroni 8.18, when it talks about the eternal nature of God. Why do I believe that? Well, it goes in line with Psalm 90, verse 2, that speaks of God being God eternally. That becomes important when we're talking about this subject, because if you were going to say that truth is eternal, the Latter-day Saint now is responsible to prove to us that the one they believe is God is also eternal eternally God. Notice how I worded that. I didn't say they have to prove that God is eternal because they believe we're all eternal beings. 
Jesus is an eternal being. Eric is an eternal being. I'm an eternal being. You are an eternal being. We all existed eternally according to what source? The Doctrine and Covenants, section 93. Is that true? Well, no, not according to the Bible. Certainly that's not true at all. But yet, if you believe everything in the Doctrine and Covenants is telling you the truth, you're naturally going to believe the errors that we find in section 93. That's just one portion of it. Truth is absolute, Mr. Pingree says, fixed and immutable. In other words, truth is eternal. So the question then rises, well, where does truth actually come from? Christians have historically believed that truth comes from God. And at the same time, we believe that our God is eternally God. That is not something that LDS doctrine teaches. God became God at a particular point in time. In Joseph Smith's King Follett Discourse, he taught that God was once a man just like us. But somehow, in doing all the things that Latter-day Saints believe they must do, he eventually became the God that he is. Now, the reason I raise this question, and we're going to talk about this some more, is Latter-day Saints believe that they have the potential of becoming gods if they do everything that God himself did. And when I say God in that context, I'm speaking of the one Latter-day Saints refer to as Elohim or Heavenly Father. Though those terms are used in the Bible, they use them differently and they speak of a different person. If the source of truth is God, could the source of truth be the Mormon God if he was not always God? Because there's going to be some phrases in this man's talk that if you were to just twist it a little bit, just change it a very little bit, you can ask the question, are Latter-day Saints, should they become God of their own world, be able to say they themselves are the source of truth? If they can't, if they're embarrassed by that, knowing that they are not the source of truth, how can a Latter-day Saint honestly say that the one that they worship as God is the source of truth if he's only one God among many that preceded him? Where did truth start? If it's in fact eternal, it can't start with the God of Mormonism. He wasn't eternally God. He was just an intelligence like the rest of us at some point when he advanced from intelligence and moved up the chain of eternal progression, Latter-day Saints don't know. See, they, they throw out all these concepts, but they have no way of explaining them. And this is why I think they've opened themselves up to so much criticism. The Bible does not talk about any of this kind of stuff. But Joseph Smith was free to say whatever he wanted. And Latter-day Saints embrace it because they think he's the source of truth on this, when really he's just making it up on the fly. So the idea that our God is the creator of all truth is impossible because he had a God before him, and then that God had a God before him. The Mormon so God did, yes. We're talking about Mormonism. Exactly. And so it, how is it possible for this God to be able to say what truth was before he, in essence, ever even existed? Let's go on then. I think we need to get to the point where he actually says it so clearly. At the bottom of page 99, Mr. Pingree says, Truth helps us avoid deception, discern good from evil, receive protection, and find comfort and healing. 
Truth can also guide our actions, make us free, sanctify us, and lead us to eternal life. No argument there. We would agree with that, the way he says it. But then he goes on at the top of the next column on page 100. What does he say? Under the section, God reveals eternal truth, he said, God reveals eternal truth to us through a network of revelatory relationships involving himself, Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost, prophets, and us. Let us discuss the distinct yet interconnected roles each participant plays in this process. For most of what he says in that paragraph, I don't think we would argue. But then he throws in that one word, prophets. Well, now that needs to be defined. Because as Christians, we certainly do believe in the truthfulness that was taught in God's prophets that we read about, not only in the Old Testament, but we find that word mentioned in the New as well. But if that's what Mr. Pingree's talking about, I don't think we have an argument. But you know as well as I do, when he says prophets, he's not talking about just Old Testament prophets. He's talking about latter-day prophets. How do I know that? Because he's going to say that in this talk. I would say that is a questionable source. Why? Because these men are declared to be prophets of God, mainly because they are adhering to what Joseph Smith told them to believe. The question then becomes, was Joseph Smith a good source for truth? We would argue, no, he's a terrible source for truth. And yet that is the huge flaw in this whole article, because they come to the table automatically having all their truth sources, but yet many of those sources are questionable. Now, a Latter-day Saint might say, well, the Bible's a questionable source for truth. Okay, go ahead. You only tend to be proving our point that you're outside of the Christian tradition when you say things like that. And yet many Latter-day Saints do. And why do they have to say that? Because a lot of what we believe from the Bible conflicts with what their prophet taught. The next paragraph, I think, verifies everything that we're saying here. He said, first, God is the source of eternal truth. He and his son, Jesus Christ, have a perfect understanding of truth and always act in harmony with true principles and laws. And this is where I was going with what I was saying earlier. First, he says, God is the, and he italicized the word the, source of eternal truth. That is not even possible in the context of Mormonism. The God of Mormonism is not the one who started it all. So he couldn't have started what is truth. This being they worship as God could not be the source of eternal truth because he wasn't eternally or isn't eternally God. Joseph Smith taught that he was a man like us. And when you talk to many Latter-day Saints who believe that, many of them don't have a problem believing that their God as a man was just as sinful as we are. Let's cite that right out of the King Paulet Discourse. This is Teachings of the Prophet Joseph Smith, page 345. He said, God himself was once as we are now and is an exalted man and sits enthroned in yonder heavens. That is the great secret if the veil were rent today and the great God who holds this world in his orbit and who upholds all worlds and all things by his power was to make himself visible. I say if you were to see him today, you would see him like a man in form, like yourselves and all of the person, image, and very form as a man. So in essence, God is just basically one step advanced before we are. 
Yeah, we kind of look at it as an escalator. God has stepped onto the escalator long before we ever did, and we're all going up this escalator, but we're never going to catch up with God. We're always going to be distant from Him. We're never going to surpass Him. But Bill, we don't find the teaching of God's God or God's God's God, etc., going back into this infinite regress from LDS leadership. We never hear any discussion about this. Why is it? Well, they might intimate it, but they never go into detail about it. When it comes to what happened before God became God, it's kind of a free-for-all. You can tend to believe just about anything you want, just don't deny anything that Latter-day Saints are supposed to believe today. And it can be very confusing, very troubling, because we don't see it in the Bible. We don't see the ancient Jews or early Christians believing anything like this. Now, it's not to say that there weren't aberrations during those time periods when people were believing in, for instance, many gods. Well, it got him in trouble, too, because God wanted all of Israel's attention. He emphasized that over and over. Basically, all he wanted from them is to be recognized as the true God, the only God. And in that area, Israel failed miserably many times. But the point is, the God of Mormonism cannot be the source of eternal truth. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information regarding Mormonism Research Ministry, we encourage you to visit our website at www.mrm.org, where you can request our free newsletter, Mormonism Researched. We hope you will join us again as we look at another viewpoint on Mormonism.